Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Force Up podcast with me, Tom Bristow. We have got Jordan, Cal, and Brad with us this evening for the prediction show. How is everyone doing today? I'm all right, friend. You? I'm good, buddy. I'm not, but I'm not buddy, so Great start. Uh, so we're uh, predicting all of the Premier League games. We're also going to be predicting the two championship games that matter in this podcast, which are the Derby and the Derby, the Nottingham Forest and the Rotherham games. Uh, so we'll go on to the Rotherham game first. Uh, Norwich away, Jordan, you were uh, narrowly lost to Bournemouth 1-0 uh, the other night. So... A bit of encouragement. Um, and how will you see this one going? You know, you've still got a few games in hand. Norwich on the other hand, second in the league. I think we're doomed. No, uh, All right. I think we, I think we'll put up a good fight, but I think it'll just be a bit like the Bournemouth game. I think we'll get beat. Um, but take nothing away from the lads. We've we've done all we can so far, and hopefully. We'll uh, we should get past Forest quite easily, I think, in the upcoming games, and uh, I think we'll get a few other points here and there to stay up. Okay. Oh. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> that took me less than a minute to swear. Um, Die again. <laughs> no, we're not starting again. We are continuing. Uh, the swear won't happen again. I promise. Um, Right, so you don't think you've got a... You said you're doomed, but what's your score prediction, Bon, on this one? 2-1 Norwich. 2-1. Uh, Cal, I'm going to predict a 2-0 easy win for Norwich. Um, Norwich have, have just come off the back of a really good win, so I think they'll continue that. They're, they're getting injuries back. From uh, earlier on this season, um, so yeah, I think that's going to be a comfortable win for Norwich. For the Canaries, PS, that's an easy win. Oh, uh, Brad, what are your thoughts on this one? Then, and what's your prediction? Uh, you you can't not rob him at the minute, to be honest. Uh, playing really nice football, uh, lovely to watch. Really, really lovely team. They've been an inspiration. Um, to everybody at Rotherham, and I, you know, I think they're really doing well in showing you know it's good football. <laughs> Norwich, not Norwich, bouncing back from the uh, Premier League this season. You know, playing some really nice football, and you know, you've got to give credit to you know the manager. I can't actually, I forgot his name, but uh, you know, he's done well with them group players. He's got Pukey uh, playing well again. He's not you know not the quickest of players, but you know he's. He's leading that front line, you know, quite well. Just really two good teams to watch, to be honest. I know Rotherham not doing, you know, not in the best position, but they've turned it around in this couple of weeks. Some good performances, and I'm, you know, it's nice to see. However, in this one, I think Norwich will win quite comfortably. 3 1. 3 1. Um, I, and I'll quickly say my one. Uh, I think um, Timo Puki's goals are going to make Rotherham puke. To a defeat of Freena. So, on to the next one is uh, we've got a lovely little game of Blackburn Rovers versus Nottingham Forest. Uh, 
Uh, Forest coming off um, an unlucky loss, um, you know, late on against Swansea. You can see how well they've improved since that FA Cup defeat. Uh, coming up against the Blackburn side, um, sitting 12th, sitting comfortable, might have a chance of potentially reaching the playoffs if they can keep a bit of momentum going. Um, but more or less looks like a mid-table. Cal, go for it, mate. Obviously, you had a disappointing result yeah. uh, against Swansea, but uh, do you think you can bounce back and uh, get a win against disappointing result. But, Rovers? Um, we're starting to uh, look like a proper team now. Defensively, we look class. The past 10 games or so, we've been so solid at the back. McKenna and Joe Worrell are top, top players. And going forward now with... Um, the the loan ease of Garner and the lad from West Brom has changed the whole dynamic going forward. We've we've looked so much more more of a threat on the break. Before we did sit back and we didn't really have the um the threat of going forward, but we've got that now with these with these players and um we were unlucky midweek. Should have well I would have been a bit disappointed with a point the way we played, but you take it on the chin. We we go into four games now. We've got Blackburn at home, Rotherham away, Derby away and Luton at home. So I'm looking at that as, as 12 points in the bag, to be honest with you. And I, I think we'll uh, win on Saturday comfortably 2-0. 2-0 we have. Uh, Mike, bon, how are you feeling about this one then? I think, as Callum was saying, you know, Forrest looked like they're coming into their own now under Chris Hewton. I think he started to get them playing really well. So, yeah, I think they bounced back, especially from the 5-1 defeat from Swansea to only losing the 1-0. Uh, I think Blackburn I think Blackburn might do it. I think they'll win 2-0, 2-1. 2-1 Blackburn, yeah. yeah. All right, then. Um, Bradley, what are you thinking? Obviously... Would you you would it'd be wise to say that Forest are your second team? So, uh, how do you feel? Um, the tricky trees are going to handle the rooms. I'm going to smash them to bits, mate. You know what I mean? Um, right. Forest starting to really kick on now, starting to play some nice football. Uh, the Roni, I think I looked at this the other day, are they only like 10 points off the playoffs? I think we're, we're 16, I think. Um, is it 16? Oh, god, well. Never mind. Six, but, yeah, but even anyway. so, hey, I'll tell you what, there's time. <laughs> oh, there's still time, you know. Sweet 16, what I mean. Yeah. I mean, Mum. Anyway, um, moving on. Um, yeah, I, I expect Forrest to win this. Blackburn, shocking um, last weekend, absolutely shocking. Um, losing 2-1, didn't they lose 2-1? Yes. Yes, <laughs> This is an absolute. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know the championship. The way I look at Forest is is beforehand. <laughs> Sorry. We were going out on the town, and we'd be walking home on our own, very vulnerable. We had uh, we had a we we only had our hands and fists to defend ourselves. We've now bought a weapon, you know. Defensively, we look a lot more sound, and uh, we're, we're good in the attack as well. So, much improved. A weird analogy of how your defence has grown. 
Oh, I, I haven't got Bradley. Oh, Maros yeah. um, Maros he can't. Yeah. Three nil. No problem. How about that? You're right. All right. So I think that um, it's going to be simple. Uh, Anthony is going to knock out Blackburn Rovers in a two-nil win for Nottingham. Just, just, just before we move on as well, you because um, I don't know if we'll, we'll do a review for the midweek games uh, on Tuesday night. It's Rotherham Forest on Sky Sports. What's your predictions, fellas? I'm saying two-nil Forest. Yeah, do you want me to be honest? Good lad. Five-nil Forest, Brad. Three nil Forest. Bon. I'm going three one Rotherham. Oh, I tell you what. Why? I tell you what. We can easily. Right. We'll do a special yeah. about it. How about that? Rotherham right. versus Nottingham Forest special. And there will. Right. Deal, all deal, the deal. Arena. Yeah, there's going to be a bet between me and Bon as well. Potential hair colour uh, dyed thing. So. I promise you now there will not be a bet oh, on baby, you know it. You've lost that love. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, let's move on to the Premier League. Um, so, <laughs> so Friday, we've got a, a Friday night game Wolves versus Leeds. Uh, Wolves beat Leeds last time out um, at Ellen Road. Uh, we know that Leeds are better. Away from home this season, um, Leeds obviously coming off of that uh, defeat to Arsenal at the Emirates, ironically away from home, um, and Wolves coming off that good, um, good second half performance against Southampton to uh, win the game at St Mary's. Um, go on, boys. Uh, this one's a bit too close to call, in my opinion. I will say my prediction straight away. I think it'll be a one-one draw. Uh, these teams are really not fighting for anything. Now, the, you know, Leeds, 32 points, Wolves, 30 points. The only thing that Wolves can do is jump above uh, Leeds in this game. How, how are we seeing this game? Um, to be honest with you, I think Wolves have picked up a bit of form recently. Um, the past three games, they've got seven points. So they've started to, they've started to turn things around. Because I know they, were, they hit a bit, of, a bit of a slump before then. And, and recently, they're... Um, yeah, they start to turn it around. So I'm actually going to go for a Wolves win on this one. I'm going to say 2-1 Wolves for this one. Um, I think our lead's missing a couple of players as well. Oh, just on missing players, sorry. Um, uh, when's Is, is um, Jimenez going to be back by the end of the season or not? I said he, think they, he thinks he will be, but would you really want to risk Anything when you're in a situation of doing mm. nothing in the prem, like you can probably leave them out for a few extra weeks and then bring them back in for yeah. the last five six games. But he apparently is coming back. But I think if they're yeah. in a better position, well, think, yeah, to risk well, it. just on that, but, yeah, Leeds, Leeds, I think, are missing a few players as well for tomorrow. So I'm going to say, uh, from from how they've turned turned uh, the corner, I think Wolves, and I, I think they'll get a positive result tomorrow. Yeah, uh, what about you other fellas? How are you seeing this one? Brad, we and you obviously know how we feel about Leeds uh, defensively. Do you think they can match up to Wolves? You know, uh, who's who's the lad on the... Um, the is it Neto? 
who's been starting to really show his show his worth for Wolves since uh, Jota left. For me, this is a perfect game for Leeds, to be honest. Um, can be very similar teams. You know, Wolves like to, you know, pass the ball quickly, move the ball quick, um, trying always on the press. And I think this type of game will suit Leeds. Leeds are a funny side. Really, you know, one minute they're playing well, next minute, you know, what can I say? Not very good. Wolves, I've not been impressed with all season. I've said this many times. They look tired. Uh, both teams, like I said, not really fighting for anything. For me, Leeds just have the edge in this, and I, I, I kind of expect them to nick it, to be honest. 2 1. 2 1. Okay. Uh, Jordan, what are, your, what are your views? It is at, um, at Molyneux, like I said. So. It's not really an advantage to anyone because of obviously nobody being in to watch it. But Leeds have been better away from home. Uh, do you see Leeds bouncing back, or what do you think? It'd be a pretty boring game, I think. Personally, I don't. I don't think there'll be anything to it. I just think it'll just be a boring football match. Uh, I think it'll probably be maybe a, a single goal in it, so probably like a one nilla. To someone who would who, who would you edge it to? I'd probably go Wolves. Wolves with the one nil win to football. So, what I'm going to do, fellas, is I'm writing all these down. By the way, um, so then we're going to uh, we're going to do a review show, and um, I'm going to reveal the winner of uh, this week's prize. Whoever wins uh, the game. Whatever Sold. game it is. Well, I'm happy you said that, bro. Moving on. All the predictions that I have set are going to say today, I'm going to stick a fiver on it, on a bet. Not not score. That'd be ridiculous. So what? Like, like the actual, actual score? Just the, the result. Okay. Um. Oh. No. Moving on. <laughs> I can't at the minute, um, but. Yeah, it's a good idea. So, you know, what what I'll do as well for you then, I will t- let me get. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, add, add them up for me. Uh, and I'll add them up and then I'll reveal to you at the I end mean, that's what, your, uh, what your odds are. <laughs> oh, it's going to be ridiculous already and it's going to get even better. Um, so, next game is the half 12 kickoff. Uh, Southampton mm. Chelsea is going to be, I think it'll be a very interesting game. This one last time out at Stanford Bridge, you finished 3 3. Uh, so lots of goals. Um, obviously, Southampton, they, in my opinion, they've looked very tired, um, especially after that 9 0 defeat. That's always going to drain you. And they started well against um, Wolves in the first half. I thought uh, they played very well. Danny Ing scored an absolute wonder goal. And um, then they just like I said, I think they just got tired. Yeah. I think fitness is being a key thing. Chelsea, on the other hand, Lampard leaves. They're bringing Thomas Tuchel, and it's always a case with big teams bringing in new managers. They're all the players are always going to be fighting a lot harder to try and start, and they're undefeated. So, um, it's at St Mary's again. Uh, how how are we seeing this one going, going then, boys? My uh, my one is going to be a. 3-1 win for Chelsea. With with Southampton, I mean, they've lost, what is it, six in a row now in the Prem? Six in a row, the worst 
Dave that's, had I mean, that's mad since the 80s, I think. Well, start of the season, we were arguably pushing pushing them for a top four challenge. Um, like you said, I, I agree with you. I think the fatigue is kicking in. Um, touching on the on the Tuchel's, um situation, I've said it before, I'll say it again. He, he's had the easiest start he'll ever have. Joining a new team, the, the run of fixtures he's had hasn't been tough for him at all. Um, and I don't think this one's going to be a tough game for him either because of the way Southampton are going. I, I just can't see where a win's going to come, come from in this game. Um, Chelsea are obviously going to be confident with all the wins they've had. They've, they've lined up with, with Tuchel. So I think that'll stay the same. I'm, I'm going to say, I think it'll be a, a closest game. I don't think it'll be the best of games. But I, th- I think Chelsea will nick it with a 1-0 win. Um, like you said, I just think Southampton look tired and lost for ideas. Um they need to pick me up. They, this is a perfect result. If if Southampton can win to the, uh, tomorrow or Saturday, whenever it is, that'll be perfect. They they need to win on Saturday, is what I'm trying to say. They need to win. They can't afford another loss, but I just can't see them winning. So I'm, I'm going to agree with you, Brie. I'm going to say Chelsea win on that one. Um, Bon, here's a good question for you then. Um... Like we said, six point six games in a row they've lost in the Prem. Could be seven. Big game. Um, the way that the table's going at the minute, and you like to follow um, Burnley, Brighton, they're all getting points on the board. If Fulham can somehow create some history and you know get out of this relegation battle, do you think Southampton could be dragged in it with the with the rate that they're playing? No, 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 no. They're too far up the table to even be dragged into a relegation battle for me. I, I, I'm just, I'm just looking at now. Ten points off, they are from a from. Fulham. Yeah, they've got, they've got the players. They've got the players to do stuff, and they've got the players to, you know, take them up and score goals. They'll get out of the little rut. I think it's just more than mid, mid-season little ruts thing. And as I said before, with the Chelsea. I said it was the right time for maybe Lampard to go. And it's shown that even though they might not have the biggest of games that they've just played, that it does show that the new manager was probably needed and it's probably the right manager at the minute. I mean, fair enough. Werner's only scored like the one goal so far, but he's got back on the score sheet. So hopefully you might see a different Werner on the weekend. Uh, but I just think Southampton are too good for the relegation. Like you know, they really are. But if I was to go on for a score line, I'd I'd go for a two-one Chelsea. Two-one Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, what, what was your uh, score prediction, mate? One-nil Chelsea. Yeah. Um, Brad, what are, you, what are your thoughts, mate, um, on this one? Uh, like we like we said, six losses in a row in the Prem. Uh, really bad for him. Chelsea on the other hand doing all right. Um, uh, like I've just said to Bon about if Fulham can keep going the way that they're going and uh, try and push out that relegation zone, if they could be dragged into a relegation battle with the form they're on. Bon doesn't agree with me. What 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 are your views? Because it's just getting. It seems like it's just getting worse and worse. Yeah, they're in a bit of a. <clears throat> bit of a pickle at the minute, but uh, I actually think Southampton will win this game. Um, 
I haven't been impressed at all with Chelsea in the past couple of weeks. Yes, they're climbing up the table. I watched them. Well, I watched the highlights of their last game against Newcastle. They wasn't brilliant. Um, and I've just looked at the performances. They played when they played Barnes in the FA Cup. They was lucky. Um, this too shall. He's had the he's had the games, hasn't he? Given to him. You know, if you could pick your games coming in as a manager, you would have picked these. Um, and I think Southampton are just one of them teams and they've played well against Chelsea in the past couple of times uh, and Chelsea have struggled against them and at St Mary's yeah I'd I, I take Southampton in this 2-1 2-1 Southampton interesting one um, so there we go so just a quick update on your bet cow that you're going to have <laughs> Uh, currently, it's at fifteen to one um, with these fourteen. Um, right. So the next game is the only three o'clock kickoff in the Prem. Is Burnley West Brom on paper sounds like an absolute <laughs> fest. So, um, but you never know with these ones. Um, but last time out was nil nil, so I could be bang on. Uh, I'm going to predict a. Burnley win by two goals to nil. What are we thinking on this one, boys? Because West Brom are down. I think I think they're just gone. But surprisingly, their away performances are better than their home. Uh, and they obviously got that ridiculous draw against Man United. Really should have won it as well. Um, so, how are we seeing this one folding? Because... Burnley drew midweek against Fulham as well, remember, as well. So, could this be another draw on the cards? Do you think um, West Brom have anything uh, I would, to give uh, oh, sorry, to even oh, get on, a win? I would say if West Brom don't win this, they're down. Mm. Done. They've got to win. If West Brom want any sort of chance to stay up, they have to win. Simple. If they draw and obviously lose, they're down. Simple as. They have to win. They don't no if they don't take three points, they're done. You know, you know, look at the championship games for them next season already. It's it's as simple as that. Yeah. Fulham are playing well. Fulham are starting to click. Like I said, we've all said, haven't we? They're the only team that look like can possibly get themselves out of it. And Sean Dyche will set up in this game not to get beat, I assure you. Yeah. He will make this impossible for them. He'll you know t- Turf Moor is not a nice place to go to. Uh, you know, the well set up Burnley there. They, yeah. Sound like Harry Maguire, mate. Uh, it's a I, tough I, place I, to I go not to. to speak on Manchester United, but, um, <laughs> but um, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I just think Sean Dyche will set up not to lose. Um, but. I think Burnley've been unlucky past couple of games. That they played all right. I missed a lot of a lot of chances to put some goals in, and it's a bit of a worry. But I think they'll have a bit too much for West Brom, especially at home. I really do. Two nil. Two nil. What? Uh, how, how are we seeing this one going then, Bon? Um, any 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 chance for? Uh... <laughs> For West Brom in this game, in this game, sorry. Uh, Brad's bang on with everything that he's just said. I think Burnley 
probably will win this. West West Brom are basically down. I can't see anything else other than the Burnley win. But I'd change the scoreline to three one. I think West Brom always did that sort of odd goal, so I'm just gonna go for three one this one. All right, it's, um that was a lovely shout out to a <laughs> uh, an old face, Ryan John. There. Um what? <laughs> I don't know why his name came in my head. <laughs> anyway, um Cal. So uh, like I said, this could be a very boring game. Um what what are your <laughs> what are your thoughts? Because the last time you said there yeah, was I remember a boring the game it turned out to be a two. Um, I agree with yourself and Brad. It, it's. I think this is going to be arguably the worst game of the season. Um, Burnley aren't. Burnley are just going to make sure they're not. They're not going to lose this game, and they won't lose it. West Brom have only got six points away from home this season. I mean, that's awful. The only team worse is Sheffield United with four. Um, and I don't think they're going to pick up a point here. I think it'll be a smash and grab one. They'll Burnley win. In what is the worst game anyone's ever watched? <laughs> oh dear! Do you want to know the odds for Burnley to beat West Brom? Sure. Even. Oh, that's getting put on. They're not even. Got even money, board, Burnley to beat West back. Brom. Man. So, Burnley add into your bet, Cal, and boost it up to thirty-two to one. And we've still got a lot of games to go. Uh, that's five games. That's uh, the two in the Championship and the first three games in the Premier League. So you've still got another seven games to go. It's going to be a lovely 12-fold. If it comes in, that is ridiculous. Oh, I do. Uh, so the next game is the big game of Saturday, I would say. Probably the weekend, uh, depending on how you see it. Um it is the Merseyside derby. Woo! Uh, Liverpool versus Everton. Two teams out of form um, coming up against each other. Obviously, last time there was so much controversy uh, at Goodison Park. A 2-2 draw. Um, it was the game of Van Dijk um, getting injured and missing the rest of the season due to uh, Pickford um, you know, trying out his karate. Um, it was also VAR messing around... Um, with um, armpit hairs for offsides. Um, had a bit of everything, didn't it? It had goals, it had controversy, it had red card with Richarlison late on. Uh, this one, obviously, at Anfield. Liverpool, we've known how well they was at Anfield. 68 games unbeaten, and then they just went on an awful, awful, awful run. Burnley, Brighton, and then getting demolished by um, City at Anfield. Everton, on the other hand... Uh, full, losing to Fulham and it's not a bad thing losing to Fulham on the run that they are um, getting pushed aside by City in midweek Liverpool on the other hand winning um, against Leipzig at a neutral ground so this one's Merseyside derbies that you always get a bit excited for because you never know what's going to happen you never know if it's going to be an amazing game or it's going to be a boring 0-0 and it is, that happened in twice in the last year. So, how are we seeing this one go, fellas? I, I'm thinking uh, this will be a game where Liverpool need to bounce back to, to, to because it, like the champions 
uh, Champions League. The uh, the Premier League's done for them, but top four is still in in trouble for them really because there's teams that are still you know floating around there, including Everton. So I think Liverpool will win this game three one. I think we've what got your boys really views on this one. Uh, I think it's going to be the best game of the weekend. I think there's going to be goals. You look at the the Liverpool back line is going to again be a disaster. That it's just not going to be good, and Calvert Lewin's going to be rubbing his hands together. Um, so, but I read uh, I read somewhere a couple of days ago Everton have won in twenty games at Anfield in the league, which is ridiculous. Um, well, this is it. But be the perfect I, I, time then with no fans, you. wouldn't it? I, I, this so, is a must-win game. It's a must-win game for both of them. But I just, I, I can't see Liverpool losing it. That they need. To, that they, this is now the biggest game of the season for Liverpool in terms of the Premier League. Because if they lose this one, Christ, I don't know where they're going to bounce back if they lose this. Um, so I'm going to agree with you, I'm gonna, but I'm going to say three-two to Liverpool. I think there's goals galore in this one, um, and I think Liverpool will just nick it. Um, so three two. Uh, Brad, Cal's just said you know that it's a must win game for both, but probably more for Liverpool. It, it's going to be ten times worse for them to lose against Everton, wouldn't it? And to lose this game and then to jeopardise their top four against Everton, and I think Everton could potentially go above them if I'm correct with a win. Let me just double check. So Everton can go level on points with Liverpool. If they win at Anfield, can you see that? Can you see it happening? Because, like I said, both teams aren't on the greatest run of the minute. Yeah, are true. They? I mean, you know, we know my nickname, you know, as the bookie. I actually think this is the biggest cert of the week. Uh, I, I'm going to be lumping on Liverpool to win this game um, quite a lot because I, I looked at Everton against Fulham. And they was absolutely dire. Mm. I mean, from top to bottom, you know, awful, awful. They were shocking. Now, full credit to Fulham, they played well. However, Everton, phew, they were bad. Believe me, they were bad. Now, against City, they were lucky to score, let's be honest. You know, that goal off... Richardson, it, it's one of them, isn't it? Fluke. I looked at that game. City was always in control. Everton have gone for me. I really do think that. Now, yes, they got a free-free draw at Old Trafford, but I think anybody could do that at the minute. But I'm not convinced by it. Liverpool, on the other hand, uh, the game the other night, yes, it wasn't in Leipzig, just to let everybody know that. Um, but... They played well, you know. It was it was you know, sparks. It was there. Yes, they're dodgy at the back, but I just think they they're gonna start kicking on a little bit. They realise they're under pressure. This team, you know, they're being slated every week. They're under pressure. They've got to start performing. For me, uh, they need to go back to their old ways. They're trying to play, you know, these. 
this new style of football and it's not working. I think just go back to the same thing, you know, cutting them balls through for Salah and Mane and stuff, and, and it'll it'll click. Um, yeah, but for me, lump on. Uh, 4-0 Liverpool. 4-0 Liverpool. Oh, decent. Uh, so, finish off with you, Bon, on this game. Obviously, we know uh, there's a little bit of love left for Liverpool. Um, your boyhood club, um, before you, for some reason, avoid Rotherham. And um, how are you seeing this one, then? Um, do you agree with uh, the rest of us saying this This is a Liverpool win? And do you agree with Bradley even saying it could be a, a massive win for uh, I was heading for a draw, but and after Liverpool's performance the other night against Leisbig, I thought that they did really well, and well, I thought they deserved the win. And hopefully, they can carry that sort of form and uh, you know things on into the Everton game. I think they will, because obviously it does help when Fulham beat Everton two 0 but I was edging more for a draw, but obviously after the midweek results and stuff, I, I do fancy Liverpool to win. Probably 3-1. 3-1 would be for I'd, right. I'd even put down as going as far as the Salah hat-trick. Interesting. In, in, very interesting. We'll see. I think it'll be a very good game, to be fair, like Cal said. Um, probably the game of the weekend. Um but then after that game, we've got a very, very interesting game. Probably not exciting, but yeah. interesting in the sense of this is huge for Fulham. Fulham versus Sheffield United at Craven Cottage. Eight o'clock kickoff. I don't think you should miss this because I feel like this is going to be attack versus attack. Two teams that need a win. Uh, Sheffield United obviously need one, boys, because I think they're in the same boat as West Brom, like Brad, you said. If they lose, they're relegated. Um, Fulham, on the other hand, they've got a huge chance because of Newcastle going away to United. Fulham win this game. They're three points off of getting out of that relegation zone, which will be incredible. Um, how are we seeing this one going then, Brad? Um, Sheffield United lost 3-0 to West Ham, as we know. Um but they did perform very well. And I, I, like I mentioned to you fellas, that they actually deserved to probably score. And if they had a goal score, they would have been all right. Fulham, on the other hand, they're finally getting the goals. Uh, at the, probably the best time when they needed a bit of a bit of a run going. So, for me, I think Fulham's going to win this game 2-0. Um, how are um, you boys seeing it? Look, going? it's not going to be the most exciting game to watch. However... I think it's the best game of the weekend by a mile because, like we've said, Sheffield United lose, done. And Fulham have got to win. You know, they've got to keep tabs. Um, I fully expect Man United to beat Newcastle, so they need to make ground and quick. Games are running out. They are starting to run out and they need to start, you know, close the gap and make sure, you know, they keep it in their own hands and... I've been impressed with Fulham. You know, I slated Fulham at the start of the season. I said they was the worst team in the uh, Premier League, and how wrong was I? But yeah, this could go either way because I think it's going to be so tense. And 
whoever scores the first goal for me will win this game. I think it, that's how important it is. I think it's a tense, cagey affair. But I'm, I'm looking, it's a game I'm going to be watching 100%. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one, to be honest. For me, Fulham 1-0. Fulham 1-0. Um, bon, what are you thinking on this one then? Like we said, I completely agree with Bradley what he said. Not, not the most exciting game, but it's a must-watch game because of the consequences for whoever loses that game. Yeah, two stories for two teams, isn't it, really? One staying up, one going down. Uh, oh. There's not really, I don't think they've really got much to offer, but I think that Josh Joshua Major, I think his name is, yeah. you know, he scored a couple of goals at the weekend, I think. Was it last weekend he scored? Yeah, scored a double against yeah. Everton. So I think that's a little bit of a boost for goal scoring for Fulham. I think it's just what they needed. Uh, and also for. Oh, Sugar. Oh, Sheffield United. Uh, they're missing too many chances. I think McGoldrick's like way past it now. He just can't score for Toffee anymore. Uh, I think the only decent looking striker they've got is uh, Billy Sharp at the minute. He's the one that's plucking in the goals for him. So I'm going to go for a draw, I think, in this one. I'm going to go a 2 2. I think, I think there'll be goals in it. I just, you know. Go for 2-2. Two, two. Uh, right, so, I'll leave you to last, Cal, because the majority of the season, you have said that Shepherd United's time will come where they can finally uh, get wins on the back of actually good performances because, you know, like I think we both agreed that they have played well in games and they've just not been able to finish them. I think 15 goals this season. Yeah. Um, which is quite disgraceful in a way. Uh, obviously, oh, I, you I, think I it's a little too late, even if they now. win this game. When Roy Keane came out and said they were the worst Premier League team ever, I think that was a bit harsh. Because, um, I, like I said, I, I don't think they've. I think West Brom have been worse this season. I'd go and say at times Newcastle have looked worse this season than, than Sheffield United on performance-wise. I look at this game, it, it's your classic what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think they're both just going to cancel each other out this one. I don't think anyone's going to take the game by the scruff of its neck. I think, I think this has got a draw written all over it. Um, it's too big a game to lose for either one of them. And I just don't think either of them are going to go for it. Um, as much as they should, like we've all said, this is a, if if there's going to be a game that you need to win, it's this one. But I just see an absolute stalemate in this one, so I'm, I'm going to say a nil nil. I think I think I think it'll be a good game. I just I can't see any Ooh, goals. I just, that's I an think it's going to be a nil nil draw, but I think it'll be a, an interesting game to watch. Okay, so obviously I'm going to add this to your bet, Cal. I'll tell you the odds for each um, scenario. Yeah. Sheffield United to win away is five to two. Okay. Fulham to win at home is twenty-three to twenty. Hmm. A draw is eleven to five. 
So that puts your bet up to, with still five games to go, 153 to 1. We were slowly gaining momentum. Um, So we then move on to uh, Sunday's game. And this, for me, personally for me, is the biggest game of the uh, weekend. West Ham versus Tottenham. Big, big London derby. Um, Last time out, we obviously know what happened. Uh, Lanzini scoring one hell of a goal. Coming back from 3-0 down with less than 10 minutes to go. Only team to do that in the Premier League. Setting records, um, as we do. Tottenham, at that stage, were flying high. You could see it when they played against us. They should have won that game, um, I'll be honest. Uh, Harry Kane missed a great chance. Gareth Bale missed a chance when he came on as well. Um, And at that stage, um, we were sitting mid-table. Obviously, the season only just started. And uh, Tottenham were top of the league. Now look at it, it's completely changed in fortunes. We're fifth in the league, level on points mm. with Chelsea in fourth. Tottenham down at ninth place. Um, the bookies have got us favourites to win this. And I said this to you boys a few days ago. I think, from my recent memory, this is the first time ever West Ham have been favourites to beat Tottenham in a match. And I think and I think that just shows how well we're doing and how poorly they're playing. Although they have just won away from home uh, in the Europa League, I feel like that is going to be a massive boost for us then, having to travel back. Um, We've had a lot more rest than them. So I'm going for, and it's going to be going to be a bold, bold prediction. I'm saying 3-1 West Ham. My, I'll leave you boys you know what? This, to have a chat about it as well. I look at this game and I think if, if <clears throat> Spurs don't win this game, that's the top four gone for them. And I think Mourinho's going to drill that into their players. I think Mourinho's going to make sure that he gets a performance in this game. Um, it's a, mm, Tottenham need to win more than West Ham need to win. And although West Ham have been unbelievable this season... I just, I, I, like I said, I think Mourinho is going to drill it into his players that they have to get a, a, a win here. They have to win to keep their chances of top four alive. They've been on some horrendous form, Tottenham have, and not been playing well. So, if 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 Tottenham don't win this, I think you could even go as far as to say Mourinho could be in the firing line. I really do. I think he could be in big trouble if they lose again here today. So, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and say a two-one Spurs win. I think Spurs will nick it. Two-one Spurs are currently seventeen to ten to win this game. Oh my god! So that boosts your bet to four hundred seventeen to one. So, so what what do you rest of your boys think of this one? Um, obviously. Um, divided already. I'm obviously going to say West Ham will win. Cal's thinking more logically because of how Tottenham are playing. Do you think our form is going to be too much for this Tottenham side of the way that they're playing, or is this a perfect game? Like like I said about the Liverpool game, it's a derby, and it means a lot more to win these games. Do you think um, 
Mourinho's going to push him like Cal said, or do you think the Moisey masterclass is going to come in again? To be honest, Um, you wouldn't be surprised if either of them win, to be honest. West Ham playing very, very well. Um, Individuals in particular, um, Suchek, I think, you know, has been a fantastic player this season um, I think the injury to of Bonner um, certainly hinders West Ham a little you know does hinder them because he, he has been unbelievable this season and it's a funny game it really is a funny game because West Ham it wasn't sparkling against Sheffield United was it Bristow No, we played more counter-attack in football, which um, I think was the game plan, but I didn't think they thought it was going to happen all the time. So, yeah, mm, they, they were yeah, I, I know we, good, but not you great. You know, we was that, talking that while the game was on, and I, I know Sheffield United had a few good chances, didn't they? And I, I kind of agree with what Mav says. I think Tottenham's got to win, or else Mourinho really could be on his way back home. Um I think a draw. It's one of them games for me. One-one. Just, just a quick one as well, fellas. I've just seen if Spurs do lose um, and Arsenal win, Arsenal go above Spurs. Jeez! Wow, that's crazy. Just granted, Arsenal that just shows how much of a decline they've they've had. It is. Yeah, you you can easily just write that game off. That's a city one. Uh, But uh, obviously, before we move on to that, Bond, um, what are your thoughts on this one? Can you see uh, um, Hammers doing another blow to Tottenham's chances of top four? Honestly, uh, no, mate. Um, I think it's just going to be the Son Kane show. I think they'll run riot. I think West Ham might nick a goal off Suchek or something like that. Uh, I can't really see much more. Obviously, as Mav said, I think Mourinho will be drilling it into the players to to get the win. And I think they could even pull off the masterclass, I think. Oh. I'm going to go with 3-1. <laughs> yes. I don't think we've got a hidden Tottenham fan in this chat. <laughs> <laughs> No, anyway, no. let's move on to the next Lester game. Uh, um, what is the next game? I do apologise because uh, it's Villa Leicester, which is another big game, isn't it? Um, Leicester coming off that great win uh, against Liverpool in the league, but drawing away from home in the uh, Europa League. Uh, Villa on the other hand, was their last game against Brighton? Am I correct in a nil-nil draw, or was that? Yeah. So. Um, it's at Villa Park, and again, this is great for Leicester this season because you know top four is another success that they can have. They just missed out last year, like we know. Villa, on the other hand, um, I would, I would actually no, I'd change my mind. I was just about to say they are the most improved team in the Premier League from last season, like because they were one point off of getting relegated, and. Um, yeah, we've said before, obviously, like uh, 
it's the Jack Grealish uh, team and all that. But more players have started to kind of grow. Ollie Watkins is probably the main uh, name. And uh, the goalkeeper, Martinez, Mings, he's had a good one. And the uh, lad who came from Forest, Matty Cash, he's um, he's had a, mm, I've, I've, an underrated season, I would yeah. probably say. Wouldn't you say as well, Cal? Yeah, probably the, the one player that hasn't been spoke about as much as he probably should be. Even in even to the point where you're probably considering him for a call up, I know we've got a, we've discussed that already. We've got a ridiculous amount of right backs, but just just for his defending and his attacking abilities, it's unbelievable. He's so young as well. I think he's only 23, so he's a young lad. Um, he, he he was pivotal in our playoff uh, push last season. He was he was by far the best player for us last year, and you knew you knew he was Premier League quality and. They've they've got an absolute steal with him there. I, 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 this one's a tricky one to predict. Leicester, Leicester don't lose away from home. They're, Brendan Rodgers has got it down to a T. He's making sure that they're so solid away from home and picking up minimum point. Um, whereas Villa, like you said, have, have been the most improved team. And at Villa Park, you, you don't you don't you fancy him to beat anyone. Um, so I, I I can't I can't pick pick this game for the life of me. Um, I think it's going to be a stalemate. I, I can see it being a one-all, two-all draw. I think it's going to be a really good game. But Leicester don't lose many away from home. And I, I can't see him losing here. But I, I can't see Villa losing either. So, yeah, draw. I'll go with 2-1. I'll go with 1-1. Okay. So, uh, just before we speak to um, the other lads about it, uh, <laughs> add that to your bet. That is 1,421 to 1, uh, with three games to go. Um, so, uh, Bon, like we said, most improved team, um, Aston Villa, so close to getting relegated last season, to now on the verge of probably, could be getting into top six, the way that they're playing. They have got games in hand as well. Um Two games in hand on most teams above them, bar um, Everton. So, if they win their games in hand, they go on to uh, 42 points, which will put them on level terms with Chelsea and West Ham. That is, of course, thinking if West Ham and Chelsea both lose their two games, next two games. So, Leicester, on the other hand, like we said, they're... They're having a remarkable season. And they're a team as well where more players are starting to show their worth. Uh, Yuri Tillemans is starting to be a lot better. The, the main one, Barnes, he's, again, another lad who could be in a potential call-up for England. Um, Vardy we know about, Madison we know about as well. Um, so how do you see this one going at Villa Park? Oh, Villa by far the best improved team that I've ever seen, I think, in the Premier League season. I think Dean Smith's done a cracking job, and at home, you've, you, I think as you lads said, you do fancy him a little bit at home. They don't give much away. Bob, so, do you think? Did you? So you think this is the most improved? Uh, yes, like mate. Team performance ever in the Premier. Not performance, but. Yeah. Like the most do, improved do team that I've seen as, for a long time, um, when Leicester's from one season to another. Premier League the year after. It's so weird because I was going to ask him that question. <laughs> uh, I mean, 
Leicester didn't really buy that much, though, did they? When so they when they so went well, when they just survived, they didn't really buy much. I mean, they got yeah. Dante. Do you reckon it's better than that then? I mean, you can't say as much as that because obviously, like I don't know. You know, they went on to win the league. Villa aren't going to win the league, are they? <laughs> no, they're not going to win the league. But it's by far one of the best I've seen, anyway. What are your predictions, then, Bon? What 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 score line are you going to go for? I'm going to surprise you. I think I'm going to go for a two-one Villa. Two-one Villa. Um, Bucky, how are you seeing this game going? Do you do you, do you agree with yeah, Bon? Do you agree with Cal? Do However, you have your own views? Nah, I've said this all season. Leicester in the Europa League. I don't like them in there. Um, they've always come off the Europa League with a shocking performance. Now, Europa League's back this week, and Leicester's in it. And I just think it's going to tell. I've just got a funny feeling, and I can see... I can see Villa really taking it to them, and I can see them winning comfortably. Um, it would probably be a massive shock, but... I've just watched Leicester when they've come back off the Europa League and they've looked sluggish. Now, I could be completely wrong and Leicester could turn up and show the form they have been and wipe the floor with them. But in the context of what I've been saying, I have to keep with it. So I expect Aston Villa to win this and I'm going to go for 2-0. 2-0. So I think that uh, this, like you said, Europa League's back. I think this draw against uh, what is it, Salvia Prague um, that they've had is going to wind up uh, Brendan Rodgers quite a bit. Um, you know what an opportunity! Obviously, uh, playing in a way they've done here in Europe, you need that goal to just kind of relax yourself a little bit more in the home leg. So I think he's going to wind him up a bit, and he's going to he's going to. Um, you know, put it in a nice way. Um, you know, stick a bit of fire up their ass and um, get them going a bit in this game because they can't drop out of top four again this season. They uh, they bought it last year and they can't do it again this year, and it's so tight. Um, so I think Leicester's going to win this game, uh, two nil. Villa are going to score a goal. How about that? I think they've only lost one home game all season in Cup and League. So it's not that bad a result for Leicester. But like you said, an away goal probably was needed. But I think it is. I like. I know that. They've only lost one, but I would I would still be annoyed because Leicester are a top top team yeah. now. You know you can class them as the as part of the top six uh, teams um, in the Prem now. So I don't know. I just I would if I was Brendan Rodgers, I would have expected yeah. a win. And not only even if they got a draw and got a, a goal, that would have been a nil nil. is so dodgy uh, in Europe, and I think he's just going to be that wound up that he's going to. Show it against I, I Villa, and he's going to show Leicester. that they can uh, actually go out Thomas. and get a good he away win. But, uh, 
Yeah, they they had pretty much the strongest team out. Did Leicester play a full team? Wowzeroonie! Wow. <laughs> wow, so wow, so. Um, so we'll go on to uh, <laughs> oh dear, uh, we'll go on to uh, the um, second to last game on Sunday Arsenal Man City. Um, oh, um, as much as I hate to say it, you know, I, I, I follow Arsenal obviously, um, because of dad, I can't see anything but a City win here. And I say I can. I think I could safely say that in every single prediction show that we do now, whoever faces City, I can't see nothing but a City win. And City are currently one to two on Skybet to beat Arsenal away from home, which I think are very good odds. Um, if you want to be the the uh, the underdogs, uh, Arsenal are a lovely eleven to two. So. Um, how weird does that sound? Because Arsenal are a massive... They are a massive club, aren't they, guys? And, um, you know, it's, it's so weird. Like I've, you know, we, we're planning on doing, obviously, a podcast about what happened to the original top four, but that's for another day. Um, for me, personally, like I said, I can't see anything for a City win. But I can't see a convincing one. Um, they only beat them 1-0 last time um, at um, the Etihad. And I can see the exact same result this time. Um, Arsenal's been looking a lot stronger, a lot better. They got the draw um, against uh, Benfica um, in the Europa League. So, yeah, I'm going to say 1-0 City, but it's not going to be a battering that I think a lot of people are expecting. Um, Do you guys uh, disagree with that? Because um, we like a bit of opinionated uh, debates on this. I agree with you. I think it'll be, although City have been on an absolute romp, and I think it will be a City win, 100%. But I think it's going to be a lot closer than what people are going to say. Um, I think Arsenal have, have really turned a corner. And they're looking a lot harder to beat. Um, they look more of a team than what they did at the start of the season. So I think it's going to be difficult. I think City might underestimate how how difficult this game will be. And I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be really tight. And that's why I'm going to say a 2-1 City win. I think Arsenal will score. Um I watched the game tonight and I thought Arsenal were class against Benfica. Should have won the game. Gave away a dodgy penalty. Very questionable. Um, but overall, it was a proper good performance. Probably the best I've seen Arsenal play all season. Saka got the goal. Aubameyang should have scored. But they looked so threatening. Um, and, and I think they'll take that form into the game against City. But you can't, you can't not say City are going to win this. They're, they're too good a team. They're arguably the best in the world, and it's going to take a real, real unit to beat this City team now. They've won the Premier League, they've won the League Cup. I'm still going to say they're going to win the Champions League. So, yeah, I agree with you, Bristow. Close, but you're not counting City out. Blue Moon, you saw me standing alone without a dream in my heart, without a love of my own. Blue Moon. It'll be one, it should be one side. Bradley. It really should. Um, City will dominate possession. They'll dominate the counter attacks. They'll just dominate everything. I'm not. Con- Look, I said Arsenal would pick up. You know, I was the only one who said it. I said Arsenal would pick up and they'd be in a position that, that you know, would, would look a hell of a lot better than what they did two, three months ago. However, 
I'm still not convinced by them. Now, recent results in the Premier League, they haven't been fantastic. Um, yes, they've had a bit of hard luck, but, you know, they haven't been brilliant. Yes, they got a result in uh, Benfica um, tonight. However, Benfica aren't the Benfica of old. Um, they're struggling in the Portuguese league, you know, Sporting Lisbon and Porto, it's between them two. So they're not the same team. I think they've got to be careful, Arsenal. I think they could get embarrassed this weekend, I really do. I think City are just in that mood. They Literally, they can, they, you know, the title's in sight, they can see it, they've got their hands on it. They just need to lift it now. I expect them to wipe the floor of them. I can't see them not scoring at least three, to be honest. And I don't think Arsenal can put three past them, so there we go. 4-1, City. All one city. Um, bon, how are you seeing this one going? Yeah, I fancy Man City all day long uh, to beat Arsenal. I think some of the gameplay, I don't think they'll have it all their own way, but I just think that they'll uh, they'll dominate enough to you know to get the goals past Arsenal. Uh, I'm probably going to go with three <laughs> nil. Not going to have it all their own way, but they're going to get beat three nil. <laughs> And one, two, three, <laughs> no, welcome I, back. I did, oh. yeah, well, yeah, Arsenal's going to have some throw-ins, mate. Come <laughs> on, bloody hell. <laughs> You're back in the room. <laughs> right, moving on then. Uh, Man United, Newcastle. Um, uh, right, <laughs> OK. Uh, Brad, obviously we got you on, mate. Um, so we'll come to you first. I'll tell you the odds quickly. Um, Newcastle, if you want to back the underdogs, the 10 to 1 at Old Trafford, um, 19 to 4 to draw. Man United are 1 to 4 to win, but if Matt Harry <laughs> Maguire starts at centre back, they're a whopping 5 to 1 to win. So, how, will, how are we seeing this one going, uh, Bradley? Obviously, um, very good win tonight against Real Sociedad, who aren't a bad team this season. Um, but then you go and lose. Oh, sorry, well, you should have lost a uh, draw to I'm, a team I'm gonna like be the West Bromwich. I can. I know that um, my comments aren't always the um, the nicest, and I know a lot of people don't like them. However, um, I am in the real world, and you know, you have to be real. You know, you can't live in a fairy tale. So, look, you said the win tonight. They beat an average La Liga side that wasn't even playing at home. So it was like a neutral friendly, which, you know, you would expect them to beat them, to be honest. I'm sorry, but you would. So don't get hyped over that. West Brom, they was lifeless. There was no intelligence. There was nothing. But it doesn't matter because, you know, this is my point I tried to make. And I don't mean to be nasty. I don't mean to cause any things, but... You've, you've got to live in the real world. Now, no one is seeming to see it. This is a very, very poor Manchester United side. Very, very poor. And, you know, 
They're only where they are because of individual brilliance. Now, if you're happy with that, then that's absolutely fine. But this could go two ways for people like this. And this is how I think it will go. You know, you've got all the fans out there that they're happy. They've got Cavani up front. You know, they've got Fernandez playing. Well, they're happy. But for me, what's going to happen to these people is that either they're going to be asleep and they're going to have a knock on the window and Peter Pan's going to be there to take them to Neverland. Huh? Or, or, what, or what's going to happen is they're going to be they're going to be in their bed, rested, and they're going to hear this, and that's going to be the mother waking them up out of their dream, and they're going to come back into the real world. And I think that that's what you know is the is the definition between a proper Manchester United fan and a fan that doesn't have a clue what they're doing. Now. If if you want to assess Man United, and I'm going to go over this quite a lot on a new show that I'm uh, going to be putting on the Fork Show uh, podcast, known as Bucky Mania, which uh, I hope all you uh, people <laughs> get ready to watch. Oh, I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. This is going to be all based on Man United. It's going to be my own private uh, He's actually show, doing it. Just to try to get all you United fans out there to realise the truths. And I'm just going to touch on this quickly. Um you know, I hear a lot of United fans say, you know, we've got Cavani up front. Now, this man is 34 years old. 34 years old, leading the attack at Manchester United. So he's carrying Manchester United's hope of, what, a title? Top four? Now, this happened two years ago with Zlatan Ibrahimovic. 36, carrying the hopes of Manchester United Football Club. It happened years before that with Falcao when they messed up. You know, he, he came over, people thinking he was 28, on his birth certificate, he was 30. Now, this isn't a United way. But, then again, you know, this, that's for another time. However, on the game, if Manchester United do not win this game at the weekend, I can honestly say I will not watch another Man United game this season. And that is 100%. Because they're an embarrassment, and people, you just need to just wake up a little bit because you're being. Let's put this nice. It's like going into a, a restaurant and asking for steak, and you come back with Tesco's finest ham. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're just getting nothing for your money, and so all I'm saying is just wake up a little bit, and you know, <laughs> just wake up. However, so like I said, if they don't win this game, I'm not watching at all this season anymore and I won't be commenting them anymore because obviously um, my views on Manchester United are not of a proper fan. It's just of me trying to get some fame. So if you're out there, Mark Goldbridge, sign me up. How about that? Love you. Thank you. 5 nil. Right, what's your score prediction? <laughs> five, five, no, okay. Um, right, uh, I'll come to you then, Bon. Um, Bradley did a sort of good uh, analogy, so I've got a question for you. Who's your favourite Peter Pan character? <laughs> the, the silence is real. <laughs> This has got a, an absolute mauling on it. As Hull City fans would say, mauling, you're getting mauled by the United. Mauled by United. Um, 
three nil Man United. Newcastle Newcastle are worse than Sheffield United in my opinion. They re- I know the point points are different, but on performance three, levels, no. Sheffield United are the worst in the league. I, I hate I hate I agree. I, I despise what they've become. They're a terrible, terrible team. And honestly, if Man I know I know Sheffield United got a result. Sheffield United are better than Newcastle. If Newcastle get a win, yeah, a, yeah, it, it's not going to happen. It, that's got three uh, nil two. Yeah, I'll say three nil United on that one. Okay, well, I, I've got, I'm going to go for a four nil. So we're looking at some. We're looking at Newcastle basically not scoring, and obviously, I think that's going to happen because they haven't got a. A striker and it well, a striker that's uh, going to be able to score on a consistent basis and yeah I feel like this is going to be another game and if Fulham can get the result that I believe that they can against Sheffield United then they are in very big trouble um, but we'll move on to the last game then and um, Brighton versus Palace now this is another game which is it could potentially be interesting by the time they play each other. Um, because they're both Brighton sitting 26 points, so they could be four yeah. points away from the relegation zone by the time they play Palace at home. Palace, we know that they're doing okay, we know what team they're like. Uh, we spoke about it, um, never going to really challenge for mock, never really going to be in a relegation battle. Um, so, how are we seeing this one going, fellas? Because if, like, like I said, if the results, it basically, if Fulham beat Sheffield United, Brighton have got a much, much bigger task on their hand and there's going to be more pressure on their shoulders. So, like I said, I think Fulham's yeah, going to win. So, I'm going to go for it's a, really a Palace 2 1 victory. Um, a similar game to, to the Fulham game, I think. You've got two teams who can't really afford to lose. Um, neither team scores many goals. Brighton and Palace really don't have a lot of um, goal power in their teams. But both, well, especially Brighton. I like the way Brighton defend. They're, they're a good defensive football team. Um, but I, th- I think Brighton are going to nick it. I think it's got one. It's going to be a goal either way. Whoever's going to win, in my opinion. Um, I think it's going to be a one nil result. I'm going to go with one nil Brighton. Um, they don't concede many. They've got some decent results recently, um, and they're, they've, they've picked up a bit of good form. So I think they'll continue that. Palace are coming off the back of two awful losses, conceding five in total, not winning, um, not scoring. So I don't think they're going to change it around. I, I, I've said it already. I think this Palace team need a big change, and I think they're they're going to do it in the summer with with Roy Hodgson going. He's he's done a good job there, but they need a change. And I I, I think, um, like you said, Brighton need the win on on Monday, and I think they'll get it by goal to nil. Okay. Um... Uh, Bon, how are you seeing uh, the last game go? I think you're both right. Um, both okay, teams don't awesome. Um, Bradley, how are you seeing the last game go? Um, you know, they are in a, around that um, relegation pack, so to speak. And I, I think you've actually hit the nail there, um, Bristol. I think it is all dependent on certain games. 
um, Sheffield United, um, Fulham, um, what West Brom do. Yeah, I, I think these teams will, you know, and even Newcastle are going to have their eye on it. And I, I know they go to a daunting task, so to speak. But these teams now, from, you know, what's, is it, how many games are left? 13, 14? Yeah. Uh, so this will be week twenty-five. So thirteen, but but I think for is it yeah, for, no so, everyone so to be safe. So yeah, thirteen games left. Six. Uh, the next round of fixtures. Maybe six, seven, or five. Yeah. So I think this is a game that you know yeah. both sides will be cautious of, and I think you know. I think a point, a piece will definitely suit Palace. Brighton, if Fulham win, you know, that, that you know, going to be looking over the shoulder. So I would like, you know, I'd wait and see what the weekend's results bring first and then, you know, assess from there. Because if, you know, if, say, Fulham draw or get beat and West Brom get beat, Newcastle get beat, pressure's not too much. But if these sides win, that's, you know, that can catch them, I think you're looking at a complete different game. Um, so at the minute, I would say one-one, but I think if results, you know, don't go the way, I, I would edge towards Palace. I think it's all dependent on what you know results in and around them. It's going to be. It's going to be. I, I think this uh, weekend's Premier League fixtures so interesting. There's so many big games. That don't sound big on paper, but for the teams in and around them, it's going to be huge. But um, cheers, boys, for coming on and having a chat. Before we leave, obviously, we've been adding up Cal's bet for the weekend. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so Callum, you had had um, Norwich to win, Nottingham Forest to win, Wolves to win, uh, Chelsea to win. Wait, who are Burnley? You've had... Who's B versus W? Yeah, yeah, Burnley yeah. to win. You've had Liverpool to win. You've had a draw. Burnley are playing West Brom. You've had Liverpool to win. You've had the draw in the Fulham Sheffield United game. Tottenham to win. You've had a draw in the uh, Aston Villa game. You've had City to win. You've had Man United to win. And then you've got Brighton to win. Now, you, my sir, Wait, are so... looking at a very tasty win oh, of 4,000. 600 and oh. 6 to 1. So if you if you are interested yeah. in this bet as well, well if you put a fiver on, you're looking okay. at a 23 grand return. Yeah. So, yeah, but like I said, thanks for coming on, fellas. Um, you probably heard in there... Um, uh, we, we're going to have a new segment apparently with uh, Bookie Mania. Um, also, we, we're going to we're going to bring out a few more specials as well. Um, we got, like I said, we got an idea about the top four uh, that Bookie had. Bookie had another idea um, about uh, just a couple more things about the championship, didn't you, didn't you, mate? And then I've got the still waiting on the uh, Lampard, Gerrard, and Skulls one to be recorded. But as soon as they're all recorded, they'll be all out, and you can find. All of them on um, Spotify, um, Anchor and Apple. And uh, also go follow us on Twitter 
Instagram and Facebook. Wow. But uh, until next time, have a great weekend and we will speak to you soon.